So a lot of content creators don't realize all of the variety of ways they can actually monetize. Everybody knows sponsorship posts. Um, you can create content for brands to use without any posting to your account. You can make affiliate commission. Platforms will pay you for views now too. You can also license out your content to brands. But a lot of people think you just need to have a big audience to make money, but you absolutely don't. So if you're creating content for a brand to use, it doesn't matter at all your audience. So it's just the value to that brand. Hey, it's Julie with It's a Nail Thing, brought to you by Orly, where we highlight voices of leaders in every aspect of the nail industry to share with you career guidance, growth hacks, and hilarious stories. Whether you're a licensed nail pro or a nail enthusiast, there's room for all of us to build fulfilling careers, so stick around to learn and laugh. Today's episode was recorded via Zoom, so apologies if there are some moments that skip here and there. But I can't wait for you to hear this interview, so let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of It's a Nail Thing, brought to you by Orly. And if you are interested in monetizing your social media content, you are going to want to pay attention. Today we have Crystal Sloan. She's also known as La Fresh Paint on Instagram and TikTok. And she has created an entire career out of nail content on social media. And she's also a stay-at-home mom. So this is something like you could do, you know, on your downtime. We're so excited to have you and let everybody hear your story. Hey, Crystal. Hi, thank you guys so much for having me. So you have about 200,000 followers on Instagram and 100,000 on TikTok. And I think you were making money on social media before you even had like a huge, huge following. Is that right? I, to be honest, I started late. I started when I had maybe about 40,000 on Instagram. I know that, I mean, yeah, that's, that's a lot, I think. And, and what I know now <laughs> is so much. And so if I were, I have people, for example, that I help, I coach, and they have literally like 5,000 or less followers and they're monetizing. So yeah, can, consider, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I did it very late, but yes, yeah. yes. I know I'm one of those people you've actually helped me personally work with, you know, mm -hmm. some brands and I've, I don't have much following at all. And I actually don't post at all to my social media whenever I get asked to do brand deals and stuff like that. So like you've helped open up all new doors for me. So you really don't hey. need a following to get started, which is awesome. Yeah. But yeah. Let's hear your story. Like, how did you get started doing this? And what made you what inspired you to do nail content? And what kind of nail t content do you do? So people know. Yeah, absolutely. So I do just basic nail polish. I started I just always have loved having my nails painted. So in about, what was it, maybe 2015, I started painting my nails myself. I binged like YouTube videos, like cute polish videos. I mean, oh my gosh, remember, cute like, polish, yes. <laughs> yeah, so I just taught myself how to do a basic manicure and then decided to stop spamming the people on my personal account with my nails and decided to create a, you know, a niche account, whatever you want to call it. So I and honestly, I have just been posting ever since. Um, I don't do nail art. I'm not very savvy. I just do basic, basic manicures, focusing on color and stuff like that. And then when, when like short form video started to sort of erupt, I was finally able to figure out how to convey things in video form, like teaching others, like my nail care tips, that kind of stuff. So when, when all that sort of came to be, things really started to like get bigger because again, that's the key, I think with social media, especially to be successful as if you are. Like teaching people, I, people love to learn. People love to have beautiful nails. I think like what I do is very simple, like beginner friendly, obviously. So I just was steady, did it this whole time and, and things just went from there. 
And then like for monetization, I always heard like rumors that we should be getting paid for certain things, but it was all very hush hush. Like nobody was talking about yeah, it. So nobody I was talks like, about how, how do I do this? Like I want to, if I could, I, I honestly didn't think I ever really could monetize. I, I thought it was like ridiculous. Honestly, people would say, oh, this brand should sponsor you. I laughed at that. I did it. I couldn't even believe that could be like true. So, but then anyway, I started digging like 2020 hit, right? So I had a little bit of extra time on my hands and started just like learning everything I could. Honestly, since 2020 on, like I love this subject and I have been consuming content, educational content on this subject the whole time. Like I just really like it. I took it all in, figured some stuff out. And then here we are. Things have scaled. Yes, they have. And it, well, I say I really think it's incredible that you don't do nail art or anything crazy. It is just so simple what you're doing and you've just done it so well. You've mastered this simple technique of, you know, the way that your content is. And it, it appeals so much to brands who are just looking to highlight, you know, the new collections and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I just I think it's incredible that you've mastered this. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's a trip, you know, something so like small it's like a hobby it's something fun that you do but then like the potential that it has has had I mean it's just it's it's wild to think but yeah so I just take my nails natural nail manicures that's my niche I just yeah and you're not licensed you're not a licensed nail tech so yeah yeah, which is also awesome because you know that also is just another path in the industry you could take where you don't need to be you know a certified professional and it's funny too because when watching your videos they're they are so professionally done that you look like you're a professional licensed person you know like I off the bat when I first found your account I was like oh she's definitely an L-Tech <laughs> oh my god you doing so well <laughs> thank you so much but yeah most of your videos are basically just you painting a thumbnail right a lot of them are because that's easy content to make right and people <laughs> love the like aesthetic of like the the polished gliding on the nail they can see the color they can see the formula um I mean I started with just photos and now that I'm in video form it's a lot of nail care tutorials, nail polishing tips, how to get your manicures to last, you know, how to have beautiful nails, like that kind of stuff. But yeah. So for somebody who's maybe looking to get into brand deals or partnerships, what, how would they start? How did you, how did you even get your first brand deal? Did you reach out to them or they reached out to you? My first brand deal, they reached out to me. At that point, prior to them reaching out, I had told myself, I had educated myself in all the ways that it would be appropriate to ask for compensation. So I was ready. Okay. I was just waiting for this moment. And someone reached out to me and I took the plunge and said, I would love to, you know, I do have like rates for this. Let me know if that's something you're interested in. And the rest is history. Like it was accepted and we have been working together. And then it just continued on, you know, various times when people would reach out to me, I would just let them know, like if it was, if it, again, the key is knowing if it is something you should charge for or not. But yeah, I just, I just decided to figure it all out and take the plunge and just, it was scary, you know, (laughs) from, I think a lot of us, at least in my niche, there are a lot of hobbyists. So crossing that line from like hobby to business is very like uncomfortable at first, I feel. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I have found that in all things, making myself uncomfortable is where the most amount of either growth comes or like just in general, right? So so I always say like, push yourself to be uncomfortable. And then that's what I did. I just said it and, and it worked out and I was grateful. And then with every deal, you know, you get more and more confident. And with all the education you get, you understand certain things a little bit better. You understand what is maybe you would charge more for, it, what what things are worth. I think, again, hobbyists don't quite understand how to like value certain things or they don't even understand their value. But 
Yeah, no, I'd actually love to talk about that. The value of content nowadays is so high and people are getting ripped off left and right. You know, yeah. there's so many people. I still get messages every day like, oh, can you review this product for free? Blah, blah. blah. And I'm like, I don't do any of that for free anymore because I don't have to. <laughs> yeah, I think like the origins of like social media and everything where, again, you have primarily uh, and back in the day, a lot of people who were just hobbyists and just doing it for fun. And then you suddenly get offered product and it's like, oh, my God, like this brand noticed me. This is exciting. Yeah. <laughs> cool. But then after after a point, you know, like things have changed, right? Like there are savvy content creators who are realizing, OK, what I am providing to you, this is marketing. This is advertising. This is content for you. Like we are replacing some of the more traditional ways that they would advertise. Right. It's now like social media. So once you sort of get savvy to it, you know what to look for. And as you know, you just said all of these in a lot of the inbound stuff is crap. They people yeah. still <laughs> do things for free and they think that offering you a pack of nail polish, a pack of nail strips is somehow worth it. But whenever you are sitting down to take time out of your life, even just that, take time out of your life to help a company succeed, like that's a partnership, you know? That is not something that, I mean, you just you just deserve to be compensated. Nail polish is not enough compensation. This is you making them money. So yeah, you're built with nail polish. Should, yeah, you really can't. It should be mutually beneficial. So yeah, a lot of content creators don't, realize it and i think also a lot of content creators are scared of like well because they don't know how to value it to literally put a value on things they ask for these like you said they get ripped off they ask for these little amounts of money and it's like you guys no <laughs> there's so much money in this industry and just an in influencer marketing in general right like there's so much advertising dollars you just have to ask for what you want like you really do that is the key you, and educate yourself and ask for what you want so the the hobby to business mindset shift is critical is 100% critical. I remember the exact moment when it happened for me. Previously, I thought to myself, there's no way anyone would pay for what I do. And then it started to click. I started to realize you're providing assets for them to market. They're, you're replacing a production agency. You know, they don't have to pay a photographer, a model, a nail tech. And those are so expensive. They're so like, expensive, They're right? spending so much on those anyway. If, so they can, it makes sense that for their budget dollars to go to content creators, when you look at it compared to that, are much more cost effective. Even if you're charging a lot of money or what feels like a lot of money to some people, it's still more cost effective. So there's a value. Even if you're not posting sponsored content to your account, just like some of the stuff that you have done, you're just creating content for them. It's a, it's a win for everyone, but you have to be compensated fairly, I think. It just needs to, again, be mutually beneficial. So for sure. And like you said before, just ask for what you want, because even if they say no, you can, you know, negotiate and whatever. But I, you know, have learned so much from you. And I just recently talked to a brand and they offered me something. And I was like, oh, that's fine. And then I, and then my friends were like, no, like ask for more. And I just, you know, set a number and they were like, sure. And it was double. Yeah. And they just were like, never yeah, know. Sure, that's fine. Good <laughs> you. Yes. You never know if they say that if they don't push back on your rate, you're probably not asking for enough money. Yeah. And I feel that's true. Right. They have a, they, some of these brands, especially like bigger brands, they have a budget for this stuff. But if you don't ask for it, of course, they're not going to give you it to you. know about it. Yeah. Just like the free product offers you get in your inbox every day. Like all the inbound offers you probably get from like brands like, hey, they, if you accept it, they're not going to pay you. You know? Exactly. You have to like set a boundary. That's one of the things I'm really big on is like boundaries. Um, so ask for what you want. Absolutely. You never know. The yes. what you get told is no. And for a exactly. lot of us, again, this is a hobby, right? So it's not like financial situation isn't dependent on this stuff it's a lot of it's like a little bit of extra side money so again hold your boundary and ask for more and raise your 
like the amount you're getting. I don't know. Yeah. And then it'll turn into your main income. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and with, with every deal, like push a little bit more. You toe the line and see. You never know until you see. You just have to at least try As you know, this podcast is sponsored by Orly, but what you might not know is that Orly Plus is the educational platform made just for professionals that Orly recently launched. On Orly Plus, you can access free on-demand courses to master your skills, and that's available worldwide. If you are based in the U.S. or Canada, you also have access to the Orly Plus online shop, where professionals get 50% off retail on all Orly product. And this one is for you. It's a nail thing listeners who are licensed nail professionals. Get 20% off on your first order when you sign up on Orly Plus. Just head on over to orly.plus on your browser, O-R-L-Y dot P-L-U-S, and sign up if you are a licensed nail professional and use the code NAILPOD20, N-A-I-L-P-O-D-2-0, and you'll get 20% off your first order. And I would love to talk about, because I know you know so much about all the different ways that you can charge for your content, because it's not just straightforward, like, hey, here's a video, here's, you know, it for $400, and then that's that. There is so many things that go into it. It's whether you're posting it on your channel. If you're not, it doesn't even matter how many followers you have. Are they licensing it out for a certain amount of time? You know, what are the rights? Who gets the rights to it? Like, there's so much that goes into it. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of content creators don't realize all of the variety of ways they can actually monetize. So um, everybody knows sponsorship posts. Um, You can create content for brands to use without any posting to your account. You can make affiliate commission promoting the companies and products that you love. Um, Platforms will pay you for views now too. Instagram Reels bonuses, TikTok Creator Fund, YouTube Shorts. You can get paid just for create, just for posting content. You can also license out your content to brands. But a lot of people think you just need to have a big audience to make money, but you absolutely don't. So if you're creating content for a brand to use, it doesn't matter at all your audience. So it's just like the value to that brand. So a brand deal could look like, the, I think the thing everyone thinks of are like sponsorships. So they're paying you to promote a product. And ideally, that would be a product that you already are, you care about. You know what I mean? So I think that's a whole nother subject. But so, yes, you can work on a sponsored post, right, to help them advertise. Um, you can also just create content for them to use, which is in our industry, in the nail industry or the natural nail, whatever it is that my niche is. I, yeah, I know it's a little bit different than other niches, but within like the natural nail, like the swatch industry, like that's what they want. They need pictures um, of their polishes on people's nails and they want stuff to use on their social. So you can create content just for them. There's also the whole licensing aspect. Like, have you ever had a post where a brand is like, hey, we love this post. Can we reshare it? Whenever you People are letting... do not realize you can charge for that. People don't realize. That's a whole another huge thing that I'm really big on is like um, what are known as usage rights. So licensing your content, granting usage rights. So if someone wants to use your content for a commercial purpose, meaning like they're going to make money on it, it's it's your intellectual property. You get to say what what goes, and you can charge for it. Absolutely, I have paid. I have brands have paid me just to repost something I have made. So something that was not commissioned by them. They didn't ask me to create it. I created it on my own accord, and they just want to share it. And they may just want to share it on social media, maybe once, or maybe they want to have the rights to it for three months, or maybe they want to use it in an ad. Um, there are ways to come up with a value for each of those scenarios, and that's some of the stuff that I kind of teach the people that I coach. Um, I have some educational content available just so they can understand how to go about valuing these things. So, yes, you can just just the fact of you letting someone use your content, you can charge for that. So 
it's really important for content creators to like understand what they're being asked so that they can understand how to respond appropriately and how to make sure they're being compensated for it versus taken advantage of, et cetera. So yeah, there's many ways. Literally, you can have, you, you could technically have zero followers and be making money. Again, I tell you, there are several people in my group that have a couple thousand followers that are earning money just to create content for brands. But having a presence on social media attracts the eye, you know, making sure they have really great content. Brands will just, they will notice you if you're tagging brands, et cetera. They will absolutely notice you. So, and one of the huge things is that this industry has been kind of gatekeeped by, you know, the people who do have like a ton of followers and don't want people to know how much they're making and all that stuff or how to get to where they've been at. And you have some educational resources available that can help somebody who's just starting out understand the ins and outs and not get totally scammed over <laughs> when they're trying to get into brand deals. So if you want to talk about that, that'd be awesome. So yeah, just because I've been on the other end of this whole like confusing mess of how do I how do I deal with brands reaching out to me and all that. Um I've decided to put like my knowledge into some consumable forms for people that if they are interested in kind of learning some very important stuff, they I have a guide right now. What I have is the Nail Creators Guide to Paid Partnerships. It is in collaboration with the one and only Julie Ventura. We are just trying to bring information to the nail world. You know, like there is no gatekeeping. There is so much opportunity. There is more than enough to go around. I can guarantee you guys, we don't need to feel like what do they call it? A scarcity mindset. Like yes. there's plenty of opportunity and there's plenty of dollars to go around. So, so yeah, I, I'm all about teaching content creators the ropes because how can I not like it can, people can literally earn money. Like I stay home with my kids and I can earn money. How could I gatekeep that? It can literally change someone's life. My life has literally been changed. I have to share that kind of information. You know, I see it every day, like stuff going on, like on social media. And I'm just like, oh, let me help you. You know, like I have that guide as a resource. I'm working on some more uh, stuff to come. But yeah, I just love, I think sharing information is is very, very important. That's why I have shared my earnings for the past two years too. Like I want to inspire people. Like I want to show them what's possible. I know it sounds cliche that people say, oh, my life has been changed with social media, but it, it literally can happen. And I'm not the only one. There are several people, nail content creators that I speak to. Several of us are now full-time. I never thought that would be a thing, but like we're literally earning a regular income. So yeah, we have to share. We have to help each other. It's just, it's one of the things I also like about the nail community. We're a very close community, you know, and I think just having each other's back and helping each other succeed is the way to go. It helps everyone. Yeah. And your transparency and how because like if people who are listening don't know, she actually posts videos of, you know, month by month, how much she made with social media. Like you literally tell everybody everything and not just, you know, how much you made in the months, but you're breaking down what you're getting through platform incentives from brand deals. Like there's so many different ways you can earn incomes with your social media and you're just really breaking it down. And I think it's it's incredible to see because it's so motivating for somebody who's like, oh, wait, this is totally attainable. Like, I could do this. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think, it, um, thank you for mentioning that brand partnerships, whatever form they may take, whether you're sponsored or creating content for them to use, are not the only way to monetize. And I almost want to de-emphasize how, how important actual sponsorships should be. I do not have very many sponsorships. Okay. Sponsorships are not the end-all be-all. There's so many more ways to make money. So as you mentioned, like platforms, pay-per-view, pay for views. 
um, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube Shorts is going to be soon or is now too. Like, this is the time, this is the era of the content creator in terms of platforms. Okay. So, and then affiliate commissions. I think you guys have to remember if you're a content creator, nurturing the relationships with your audience is very, very important. Okay. You need to make sure that you are only like you are giving them some value. Right. And I think like, I'm able to make a lot on, honestly, affiliate commissions because I will find the best products and I will recommend them. And people, like, literally, I get emails like, you have literally changed my life with this cuticle oil recommendation. Do you know what I mean? So I think, like, there's affiliate sales, uh, affiliate commissions you can take advantage of, hopefully just by promoting stuff that you are truly passionate about. Income as a creator is diversified. So I'm not relying just on getting sponsorships to make money. So that's really important. And that's another thing I kind of teach people about, like my best practices. So yeah, but creating really great content is going to be like the most, the thing you guys need to like really work on. That if From that, everything else kind of comes. So I always like to emphasize that. For people that are kind of beginning and want to do this, focus on the content, focus on your education for when these things come and are available to you and then take it from there. It's all about the content. It really is. Absolutely. It be either entertaining or educational is 100% what everybody needs to do for their content. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You need, I mean, there's so many accounts out there. You need to give them a reason to follow you and show them who you are. Do you know what I mean? Like, it can't just be, I don't know. I think you need to imbue your personality into stuff. Like Instagram stories is a great way to do that. Just your tone and your captions. You just need to be relatable, be a person, not just a set of nails every up in their feed you know what I mean so and it's funny you say that because I'm actually like super like that has been something I struggle with a lot because I started YouTube a long time ago and that's where I had my personality out in the world and I was too scared to bring that and I still am to like Instagram and TikTok and stuff so like I'm solely a finger on there (laughs) like you don't see anything else really and it's really hard to get over that like fear I guess because YouTube is can be a very hateful place (laughs) Yeah, no, I know. You have I've seen some of your YouTube videos and I love your personality. I think you could definitely bring it to Instagram. People will love it. But it is scary to put yourself out there. Like I never scary. show my face. I just feel like, oh God, people don't care, you know. But at the same time, the 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 core followers, people that really like you, like they want to know everything. Like, yeah. So one of the big struggles that I know a lot of people deal with, um, is burning out from content creation. And I am really bad with this. I will post a bunch for like a month or two and then stop for like three months because I've burnt myself out creating content. Do you have any tips for that? Do you struggle with it? How do you overcome that? I definitely suffer from burnout. Actively try to be okay with not posting at times. I always set an expectation for myself. I try to stick to a regular schedule, but sometimes that definitely doesn't happen and I'm learning to be okay with it. So sometimes what I will do though, however... If I don't have anything to post, I'm in a slump. You know, sometimes I will repost a piece of content that did really well. I will like, like a viral video. I will sometimes just grab old clips from my phone and edit it into something new. Like you don't have to reinvent the wheel with every um, post, you know? And so it's just, it's just something that you have to be aware of. If you are burnt out, take a break, you know, if you just, just do it. It, It's, it's going to be okay. It really is. People are not going to forget about you. Um, you have to, this kind of thing is so constant, right? Like social media is so constant. There's no, it feels like there's no breaks, but the breaks are are just, they're just critical. I love that so much. Repurpose content if you're burning out and don't beat yourself up because it's okay. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. We feel that pressure, but I think we put it on ourselves. 
Um, what is a do and a don't that you would say when it comes to nail content? So do make sure your lighting is on point, right? Uh, make sure the content is just clean and it like looks good and make sure it's something that people want. You should know why people are following you and you should know what kind of stuff really does well. So make sure you're doing more of that and ask your audience if you don't know. So do provide value. Do give them information, things that they can take to their life and whatever they might, that might be. In the current state of things for nail content, I would say like if you're producing video, don't make it overly long. You want to cater to that short attention span right now, I would say. This is just for right now. Things can obviously change. Don't worry about what they call vanity metrics. Or is that what they call it? Vanity metrics? Yes. So don't yeah. worry about how many likes you get on something. Don't worry about your follower count. Just worry about providing value and stuff that people, that your ride or die people care about. And do what you uh, what feels good to you. Don't worry about how many likes you get on a post. You can't control the platform's algorithms, okay? You can just control what you can control. So don't stress that stuff. I know it doesn't, it doesn't feel good to see you've got like 10 likes on a post, but things ebb and flow. And sometimes things might pop off a little bit later. So again, like don't stress those things. They don't ultimately matter. They're not going to make or break anything. When you see a video not doing good, do you ever like take it down and repost it? Okay. Funny you should say that. So thank you for asking that question. I have absolutely. But I am now at the point where I'm saying, forget that. Today I posted a care of picture carousel and I love the pictures that I posted, but it got stuck. I can tell. You can just tell when something doesn't perform to scale of your own personal normal scale. And I'm fighting against myself to repost it because I just want to show people like it's okay to everyone has every hit, every piece of content can't be a hit, right? I have deleted it, but I, moving forward, I don't want to do that. I think it's fine. It's up to you. I'm not telling these content creators what they should or shouldn't do. <laughs> feel like it, go ahead. Because there are some times where like you might post at a certain time that's not your normal time and it flops. But if you would have posted it at a different time, you know it would have done better. It's up to you, but I am trying to, again, I'm working on the mental end of social media. So I am trying to just be like, okay, I'm putting this out there. Whoever sees it, sees it. If they like it, they like it. If they don't, it's fine. So as a stay-at-home mom, how do you find the time to do, like, do you just wait until your kids are sleeping? When do you work the most? Oh, gosh. So finding time is incredibly hard. You have two kids, right? I have two children and they're both, they're five and under. So they're, they're very, they need a lot all the time. I do my nail content at night, like in terms of creating it. Um, and then during the day, I try to squeeze in any photographs, any slight editing, but it is really a challenge. And I take that into account when I set rates for jobs. If I'm going to sit down for you, take time out of my busy life, you know, with my kids, it has to be worth it for me. And that's why I also, I feel so passionately about that with all content creators. Like, don't accept, I'm going to be dramatic, $10 for a picture. Your time is worth more than $10. So yes, yes, it is very hard to balance it all. I think a lot of content creators struggle with like balance in general too. It's just hard, you know. But my kids also kind of love what I do. Like my son loves all my nail polish. I will like do his nail, my daughter, his, my, his the five-year-old. Um, my little one-year-old will love to like get into my drawers and pull everything out and it's fun. Like my, my son knows that what, what I do like that, I have a lot of followers and it's kind of hilarious. It's cute. It's cute. <laughs> That's amazing. So do you have an Orly story? 
I do. Yes, I remember. It was fall 2020. Orly came out with, I think it was called the Desert Muse Fall Collection. Yeah. That collection, I mean, I feel like there has never been a better fall collection. The colors and the colors together were just like so good. Uh, I remember I did a Skittle manicure with those colors and it did really well. Like people loved it too. It wasn't just me. Like it was just phenomenal. And that's the first time that's the first time that Orly really, really caught my eye. I'll never forget. I'll never forget that collection. I still have it right here in my desk. It's just beautiful. All the colors are beautiful. That's amazing. I actually remember the content remember. I made with that. <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah. And then I actually did a manicure like last fall with the same colors. And again, it did really well. You just can't go so wrong good. with great colors. I mean, they're just, they all were so complimentary. I they're feel like really sometimes pretty. collections are not like, they're complimentary, but like this was next level. It was so good. <laughs> yeah. Kudos to Orly. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Gorgeous. Well, this has been incredible. We learned so much about monetizing social media content. And if anybody's interested in learning more about how to price their content, you know, how to understand the terminology, negotiate. Um, Crystal has the Nail Creator's Guide to Paid Partnerships. Um, you could check out all of her stuff at Love Fresh Paint on TikTok and Instagram. But thank you so much. Like, this has been awesome to hear everything. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's been a really a pleasure chatting with you. This was a lot of fun. I love yeah. what you're doing with this podcast. Thank you. Yes. And I've learned so much from you personally. So I okay. just wanted to, like, let everyone know that when you teach about this stuff, it works and it helps. So if you're interested in getting into this industry, do it. And do it with Crystal. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you, Julie. I really appreciate that. Thanks so much for tuning into It's a Nail Thing, brought to you by Orly. I hope Crystal's story got you excited to create nail content for brands because as you heard, there is plenty of money in this industry to go around. So whether you have zero followers or a million, don't let that stop you from getting paid on social media. Go give Crystal a follow at Love Fresh Paint on Instagram and TikTok and don't forget to check out her guide. Don't forget to follow Orly on all socials and also at Orly Plus on Instagram. And make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We'd love to hear your thoughts, so don't be shy to leave us a review. A big thank you to Phonogenic Studios for killing it with the audio during this interview. We will be back next week with another episode and another great guest. If you want to suggest somebody we should interview, email us at podcast at orlybeauty.com. 